Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the book of Revelation. God's temple in heaven was opened and the Ark of His Covenant could be seen in the temple. A great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads were seven diadems. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth to devour her child when she gave birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God in his throne. The woman herself fled into the desert where she had a place prepared by God. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have salvation and power come in the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed, and what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. The Gospel of the Lord. 500 years ago, Mexican priests, pagan priests, could cut out a sacrificial human victim's heart in 15 seconds. I, in the past, once compared these priests' efficiency to the big abortion company Planned Parenthood, stating the only difference between then and now is that the pagan priest at the Planned Parenthood used sharper knives. But I misspoke. The Mexican priests used knives made from black volcanic glass. And those knives were sharper than any surgical steel used today. A writer noted that those priests were armed not just with sharp knives, but with detailed anatomical knowledge and years of practice. After cutting out the victim's heart, they would quickly and expertly decapitate him. Then with their sharp blade, they would cut away the skin and muscle of the face, reducing it to a skull. Two holes were quickly carved in the skull, and it would be transported down a Mexico City street to an enormous rack outside the temple, which held thousands of skulls. Now, why were the native Mexicans doing this? Well, they believed that the terrible gods of war, rain and sun, would wreak havoc on them if the gods' lust for blood was not satisfied. Human victims then, for pre-moderns, the most valuable of sacrifices, were thought to have played a key role in ensuring Mexico's continued existence. 
Of course, the Spanish conquistadors who had just arrived in the New World didn't buy any of this. The screams, the horror, the river of blood hardly looked like worship to them. Instead, it looked like what it was, superstitious and barbaric violence. The Spanish believed correctly that all religions are not equal. Horrifyingly disgusted, the Spanish ended up leveling the whole city and paving over the ruins. The great rack and tower of skulls, the size of a basketball court, was then lost to history. Modern scholars have argued the Spanish, looking to demonize the native Mexicans, made up or greatly exaggerated their accounts of a great rack of over 100,000 skulls. But in 2015, archaeologists found it. Digging under a colonial period house that runs behind Mexico City's cathedral, an archaeologist who had excavated for two decades in downtown Mexico City came across something like he had never seen. Quote, the scale of the rack and tower suggests they held thousands of skulls, testimony to an industry of human sacrifice unlike any other in the world. It's interesting, what are they going to find when centuries from now they excavate us? When they come upon our ruined remains, will they discover a testimony to an industry of human sacrifice unlike any other in the world? Will they ask, why were they doing this? Will they say, didn't these barbaric savages know better? A Colorado priest, citing a pro-life activist, recently wrote that the Aztecs in the 15th century sacrificed humans to the sun god because the world was going to go cold if the sun god was unable to defeat darkness through the sacrifices of humans. Similarly, climate change alarmists today in the 21st century teach that the world will go hot if we cannot continue the human sacrifice of others in abortion. The Colorado priest asks, do you see the brilliant connection that the pro-life activist has made? A superstitious climate alarm is the reason why demons have tricked humans to kill more humans in both pre-colonial Aztec times and the secular leftist of the Western governments today. The activist noted a, a fertility cult like birth control is always connected to the Moloch cult of infant sacrifice. Jesus says, I must die so that you may live, whereas the climate culture says babies must die so that I may live. My friends, all religions are not equal, nor, despite the musings of modernist bishops, does God will a plurality of religions? We don't bow down and worship Mother Earth and other grotesque and demonic gods that demand our blood. No, instead, in the greatest of sacred mysteries, in the greatest act of love, the one true God gives us his blood. He dies and we live. It is this sacrifice made present at our altar by the rising Son of Justice, Jesus Christ that ensures our continued existence in this life and the next. Our Lady of Guadalupe, the woman clothed with the sun, pray for us. 